And I'm delighted to now be joined by a State League One player. He's also very significant to our show. He is the show's sponsor, Pegasus Sports founder, Costa Mantis. Costa, currently playing at Western Strikers in season 2021. It's great to finally have you join us here on Football Mania in South Australia. A massive 5-1 win for the Strikers over the weekend in State League One. And you currently place seventh on the table in the State League One competition. Talk to us about how it's all going at Western Strikers for you this year, Costa Mantis. Thanks, Alice. Thanks for having me on your show. Um, delighted to, to be present. Um, and can't wait to see what um, Football Mania in South Australia has to offer um, the local soccer community, I guess. Um, to, to move on and answer your question, um, Western Strikers. So, yeah, made the move there this year. Um, had a couple of friends playing there and I thought um, the, the squad was quite good. So um, I'd make the move because I think there's, there's some real potential to do something. Um, we started the season off really, really well um, with a few wins and a couple of draws. And I think at one stage we were sitting second. And then unfortunately um, we hit... Uh, a little bit of a, a bumpy, a bumpy section, and we actually lost three on the row, three in the row, and didn't manage to score a goal. So, um, I guess Cobras on the weekend was a, a, a good result for us. Um, we managed to score some goals and and get three points, and I guess we're currently sitting sitting seventh. So, hopefully, we can use this win as a bit of a platform um, moving into the middle of the season, and I guess those those winter the winter games where it's um, cold and wet, um, and sometimes you just need to grind them out. Costa, you're still at a very good age. You've played at the biggest clubs in the state. So I want to ask you, uh, why was it that uh, Western Strikers were able to attract you? Because this is a club that uh, hasn't really been able to get out of State League One. They've been a State League One stable hold for a long time now. Uh, so with respect, why, why Western Strikers, Costa? Obviously being a... a you would know, and most people would know that I've been a West Adelaide player for quite a while and, and a junior. So, um, you know, leaving West Adelaide at the age of, what was I? I was still 29, almost 30, was probably not what I thought I would do. I thought I would probably end up playing there um, and retiring there, I guess. Um, but but I, I did move on towards the end of last year. So um, I, I took a few months off and then had to really think about what I wanted to do this year. Um, there, there was a couple of things that attracted me to the club. Obviously, I mentioned earlier that I had um, two good friends there um, that, that are quality footballers. So um, that was one thing that attracted me. And obviously, the convenience of being close to home um, attracted me as well at 30 years old, obviously quite busy with work and, and pega sports. So um, I needed to um, fit kind of everything in um, and, and working from home over the past 16 months after COVID, um, you know, kind of meant that was that was something that just fit into my schedule. And, and again, it wasn't just that. The side's quite good. The quality is good. And I think it has a lot of potential. So, um, you know, I, I really believe we can finish in the top six and um, really give that, that, you know, promotion, those two promotion spots a chance. Um, but we're quite off White City sitting in first after nine rounds. I think they're seven points ahead. So, um, you know, that will be a huge challenge to finish first, but there's, there's no reason why we can't finish in the six and, and push for that second spot. Let's talk about the weekend. A big 5-1 win over Adelaide Cobras. Costa, a very good result for Western Strikers. Uh, was this a case of uh, Western Strikers being at the top of their game or was it a bit more of a combination of perhaps the opposition uh, not really being present? 
I don't, yeah, I think we, we came off three really average losses and, and we hadn't scored a goal in three rounds. And, and then you look at Cobras in the past two, three games, they actually picked up some really good results and, and, and points. So um, I won't lie, I was a little bit nervous going in, didn't know what to expect, um, hadn't really seen Cobras play. So, it, I mean, to be honest, though, the whistle went and from start to finish, um, anyone that was there will agree that we were in control for the full 90 minutes um, and, and it could have probably been more um, in saying that, you know, you asked about the Cobra, the Cobra's uh, performance. Um, I don't think it was great, but, you know, you do have those days and um, they have picked up some points lately. So it was probably probably just a bad day of the office for, for Cobras and, and we were quite good. So, um, yeah, we managed to score five, which was really good because we hadn't scored any goals in the past three games. Um so it's good to, to hit the back of the net and um, give give us some confidence moving into our next two games against Big Three and Fulham. You do have a massive game coming up against Adelaide Victory. This is a club that's uh, very much punched above their weight for large portions of this season in State League One. If you get three points in this fixture away at Rushworth Reserve Costa, uh, is it fair to say that the troops at Western Strikers will really be looking at uh, using this result as a springboard to really go on and and push for the promotion spots this season? Definitely. Um, I think all the players believe that, um, you know, we can we can go out and get the points on on Saturday and, and, and then following week versus Fulham. So definitely, I mean, you just need to go on runs in this league. The, as you know, there's only 22 games um, and a couple runs in the season can really set you up. And I guess... Um, the flip side of that is if, if you get into a bit of a rut and, and you go four or five games and don't pick up points, um, you, can, you can, you know, be quickly facing um, relegation and be in that battle. So I think it's important to just keep picking up points and to keep um, um, winning those winnable games. And I think this, this week is um, one that we can get, get the points. Yeah, it is such a tight landscape in State League One at the moment. For me, easily the most exciting of the three Federation men's leagues in South Australia in 2021, Costa. Let's talk about the club and how it's positioned off the field at the moment. Um, what, what, uh, what are Western Strikers looking like in terms of their off-field structure and, and what are the goals going uh, this, this, at this point of the season and beyond right now for Western Strikers? I can't speak from a committee's perspective on what their goals and their, their vision are, but um, you know the one question I asked when I sat down uh, with the coach and the club is, um, you know, what are the what are the goals at the end of the season? If it, is it to get promoted? Um, and I just wanted to hear them say yes, um, and they did. So that that kind of um, shows me that uh, the vision is to be in the NPL. Um, you know, just by saying yes doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's still a lot of work that goes into it, but. Um, at least I knew that the, um, you know, I guess the, the, the brains are in the right space and it aligns with my goals. I'm 30 years old now and I'm, you know, being realistic, I probably don't have another five years left to play. So um, every year I do manage to get out on the park. I want to try to achieve something. Um, and yeah, if we can, if we can push for a promotion spot um, this year and, and get into a final, then that, that'll be fantastic for the club. Um, I think it's got huge potential um, in the Western suburbs. There's no other real, big clubs apart from, you know, Fulham um, in, in that area. So um, I think it's got real potential to, to grow and, 
um, and be a dominant force. Speaking to Costa Mantis on Football Mania in South Australia on Greek Radio, Dorifodos. Costa, let's talk about your playing history. You've had a very interesting career that's seen you play both in Australia and abroad back in the motherland in Greece. So I want to start there. Uh, you did move over to Greece in 2010. Every young player's dream, particularly when you're at the cream of the crop as a junior in South Australia. So talk to us about what it was like going over to playing Greece, because I understand there were some pretty important people in Greece keeping tabs on you and your development from when you were back here in Adelaide. Yeah, it was quite interesting. I I was in the state teams and, and sassy here in um, Adelaide at the time, which is now called the NTC from what I understand. Um, and I didn't actually go to Greece from Australia. I went to England first. I, I managed to secure a trial at Reading um, when they were in the EPL. That would have been in 2007. I spent um, a couple months there trialling and um, did quite well, I thought. But by the end of it, just I didn't manage to, to land a contract. I think it was really difficult at that age to to go to England and go to a Premier League club and actually get a contract. Um, they had boys in their system from, um, you know, very young ages that, that knew the way over there. And, you know, from a technical perspective, I was, I was probably, you know, just as good, if not better than most of their boys. But, um, you know, from a physical perspective, they were just um, beasts. They were, they were grown men ready to go. And um, I think that's something that I lacked. Um, and, and most boys, you know, if I look back at, our team at Sassy that although we're all very, very technical, we probably didn't have that aspect to our games and we weren't conditioned like they were. Um, and that's probably something that um, let me down. And from there, I, I actually had a close friend and um, distant relative, Tony Hatzis, playing in Greece. And I had a couple options. Um, one was either to come back um, to Adelaide. And that was actually the first year of when the Adelaide United youth team started. And Joe Mullen was coaching and, um, you know, there was a very good chance I would have uh, had a contract and, and played under Joe Mullen, that youth team, or to go to um, Greece and try my luck. And I guess as a young aspiring footballer, um, always wanting to be in Europe, the fact that I had already made the journey to England, I kind of said, no, nah, I want to stay. Tony's in, in Greece. I'm going to go and try my luck. So I went over there and um, at the time I played um, a fourth division in Greece, which was in, in the senior team there. And the good thing about the fourth division then was that although being young, they needed to field four under 21 Greek born um, or Greek citizen players at the time. And, and having a Greek passport, that was really beneficial for me because um, I got a lot of game time, the senior football and um, the, the way the system worked back then, it's changed now, but um, a lot of the first and second division clubs would, would look at these younger boys playing in the fourth division. So, um, it, it was quite good for me. And in the first year, I managed to um, be invited. Well, I got invited to the Greek under-19 national camp, which was a, a really, really good experience. And, you know, just remembering some of the players back then, they've gone on to play for huge clubs in Greece and, and represent the national team. Um, so it, it was a great experience. And the, the second year, um, unfortunately, I, I got osteitis pubis halfway through the season. And um, it was I was in Crete, so islands in south of Greece, it was freezing and I couldn't play. So I kind of said to the club, well, you know, can I go back home and spend the rest of the year with my family? If I can't, if I'm not training, there's, there's not much point. And I returned home and, you know, enrolled into uni and, you know, deep down, I guess maybe there was a little bit of homesickness there and um, started my degree. And, you know, Ross Aloisi at the time reached out and said, why don't you come? And well, yeah, why don't you come and play um, the last three, three games of the season with us? Um, so I did that. And then, um, after that, I just thought I made a decision to, to stay in Australia. 
Well, it would have been an amazing experience, nevertheless, going over to Greece, Costa. It's not something many of us can say we've achieved at all. Uh, nevertheless, you did come back home. You played for a club that's very close to your heart for really the majority of your senior career, that being West Adelaide. So let's talk about what it was like there under Ross Aloisi. Of course, uh, the current Adelaide United assistant coach who may well be going to join another Greek-Australian over at Celtic, uh, the news has come out recently that Ross Aloisi has been contacted by Celtic to become Ange Postecoglou's assistant. He really uh, played a big role in, in your sort of development post-Greece, Costa. So talk to us about what that period of time was like under Ross Aloisi at West Adelaide. Yeah, he, re he really did. Um, you know, in 2012, 13, 14, 15, um, he left in 15 because he went on to coach um, a women's... Brisbane Royal. I think it might have been Adelaide. Yeah, Brisbane Raw, I think it was. Um, oh, he, you know, I guess the results speak for themselves. You know, 2012 championship winners of the State League, 2013 championship winners, um, 2014, which was his team. We ended up, he actually, he just left before the end of the FFA Cup final. Um, we lost that to Adelaide City 4 win, 4 1. And then in 2015, Pez had taken over and um, we ended up winning the MPO. And I guess um, a lot of credit has to go to Ross for, for setting that up. Um, and Pezos then did a great job to take it on. But um, like I said, results speak for themselves. But from a culture perspective, um, he changed the whole club at West Adelaide um, from being a struggling state league side that had just started up again. Um, he really changed the fabric, um, not not just by bringing in good players, but by, by attracting people to the club. And, um, you know, people wanted to be involved. People wanted to come and watch us. I remember playing at Kingston Gardens there in West Terrace with a, with a hard cricket pitch in the middle and we would play some games and the whole pitch would be full of people. Um, and, you know, a lot of credit has to go to Ross Aloisi for, for how he changed the club. Um, yeah, the, the years that probably I'll never forget and they're probably my, my most memorable four years of my career and, and the most successful ones. Um, he had us playing some really good football. We won championships, played with brilliant players. That some are still playing around the, the local leagues today. So, um that, that those years, yeah, I'll never forget. And it was great, I mean, to win those championships at um, West Adelaide, where I grew up playing and um, I loved as a kid. That 2015 MPL championship winning team for mine, Costa, is one of the most talented that there's ever been on paper. And regarding the achievement as well, obviously, it speaks for itself. Talk to us about that 2015 season, what it meant to you to win this, because I remember speaking to you actually at the beginning of that year and you said to me, we all just really want to win it this year. That's all everyone's focused on. And that is very much what you went on to achieve in very convincing fashion. So uh, recount that 2015 season for us and how much it meant to you to, to win that championship with a club that you love so dearly. Well, for me personally, it was, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot more significant winning, um, winning a championship or winning a trophy with, with a club that you grew up playing for and supporting. And, and when I say supporting, when I grew up, we were still in the National League. So I got to go out and watch my, my club play on the national stage at Highmarsh Stadium. Uh, watch players like, you know, Branko Milosevic, Konkok and Apletis, Richie Alagic, Corey Altoni, um, all those types of players, you know, knowing Stan Lazaridis had played for our club and then gone on to play in England. Um, you know, they were, they were when I was a kid, my heroes. So um, I guess growing up and then getting, you know, representing that shirt, although it was on a local stage now and winning meant, meant a lot to me. We went through some tough 
you know, tough days with the club um, folding and then starting up again. And, um, you know, even before Ross came, I, I knew the club was, the, the team was struggling. We couldn't really get players out. The facilities were, were not too good. Um, they're still not too good, by the way, but um, we're getting there. Um, but yes, um, it, it did mean a lot to me winning that championship. Um, and, you know, it's probably the best footballing year of my life. That's great, Costa. And uh, just to repeat what we said at the start of the interview, you have played for some of the biggest clubs in the state, Campbelltown, Adelaide Olympic. Uh, the list goes on. You've had a very distinguished career. Costa, let's uh, move from on the pitch to off the pitch. Uh, you're currently employed by Telstra, working from home, as you mentioned uh, earlier on in the interview. But more significantly, you are the founder of the startup football replica apparel provider in Pega Sports and a company that's very dear to us as our sponsors here on Football Mania in South Australia. So Costa, take us back to, uh, I guess, when the first idea popped into your brain about uh, how you were going to get this off the ground. And I guess what the inspiration was behind starting Pega Sports, which is really starting to uh, get a lot of traction here in Adelaide. Yeah, thanks. I think the, the inspiration was football, which is my passion. Um, um, I guess moving forward, I, I then, you know, during the COVID time um, when we're all stuck at home, I, I really had time and resource to, to look into um, into this business and, and, and try to get it off the ground. And, um, you know, the, the first thing was, was, you know, speaking to suppliers and making sure we had the right processes and in place to, to really launch this and, and make sure the, the, quali the, pro the quality of product was correct. Um, so we went through a, a long stage, you know, six to nine months of, of testing products and materials. And, um, and then I guess the next stage was, well, let's start coming up with a name. Um, and, and initially it wasn't Pegasports. It was actually something different. And, and we had to, um, I guess, quickly evolve. And, and, it, and it, you know, Pegasports came up and I, I did the rounds and I asked people the question and, I, you know, I put it forward and, and everyone really liked it. So I thought, you know what, we'll stick to Pegasports. Um, and then I moved forward. So it was about, um, it, it initially started as a teamware, a teamware brand, which it, was, it still is. Um, so, you know, in our first year, we've been really successful in, and, and fortunate enough to partner with four clubs in Adelaide, um, in St. Paul's, uh, Sterling Districts, um, MA Hawks, we've done their training year, um, and Mercedes Old Collegiates. Um, you know, I guess, and these clubs are, are a lot too, um, you know, they, they kind of I spoke to them and said, well, this is my first year. Um, and you go put your faith in me and, and in return, I'll obviously um, support your, your clubs. And they did so. And, um, you know, I've delivered on time. The products, uh, the clubs absolutely love them and um, can't wait to, to continue to partnering with them in the future. And, and then what happened, I kind of said, all right, well, that's done now. And, you know, with, with club apparel, kind of you go through the conversation, um, you know, just before pre-season, two, three months to order everything. And then once everything's ordered, I guess clubs go back to focusing on their football. Um, and they're juniors. So um, I then thought, well, you know what? It, it, I'm, a, I'm a sports brand. I'm, I'm into soccer. I, I kind of know um, what soccer players want and, and the products they need. So I've, I've now, you know, introduced a, a performance range that has um, compression um, garments and base layers and, and then group socks. Um, and they've done really, really well in the first few months. So at the moment, it's just about growing that brand and making sure the, the, the quality of product's good and, and, and the pricing's good to support the local player. Um, you know, I, I, I am involved in an amateur club to an extent as well. And, you know, I, I do have seen over the years 
how hard it is for clubs to 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 operate. And, you know, they're relying upon um, generous sponsorship money and, and volunteers, and um, it's not always easy. So, you know, I guess Pega Sports came from that idea that, well, if I can provide a quality product to these clubs at an affordable price, then why not? It's a, it's a win-win. Um, you know, I have got quotes for clubs before on apparel and um, really good products, but, you know, a bit more expensive. So I'm really thinking I've found a, a niche market here um, and I think, where I can get in and go on. Yep. Sorry sorry to cut you off there, Costa. Continue, no, please. No, go on. That's fine. I was going to say, I, th- I think the most important thing is obviously how nice on the eye it is as well, Costa, and it's a uh, very striking apparel. Uh, you've done very, very well to get off the ground in such a short space of time. Obviously, we're talking about an unstable market here for sports apparel providers. Uh, so tell us, uh, get, there's a bit of an o- open sales pitch here, Costa. Why do Pegasports <laughs> stand out from the rest? Well, why not? No, I'm, a, I'm a local... I'm a local um, South Australian brand. Um, our quality of products quite high, um, and, it, and it's great to say it. But um, you know, I, I like to say to clubs and, and people I speak to that you know come and have a look at the quality, and, and you can make that um, decision for yourself. Um, you know, the prices for, for the material you're getting are, are really are really quite good. And um, I guess one last thing that that helps us is that we customize our kits. So. Um, if a club comes to us, you know, irrelevant if they're a seven-a-side team or an amateur team or, a, you know, semi-professional club like West Adelaide or Western Strikers, um, we will customise their kit to represent their identity as best as possible, opposed to saying, well, here's three templated kits um, for you to choose from, give us your colours. Um, so, you know, there's a bit of a competitive advantage there that um, we, we think we've got um, and we we will go above and beyond to offer that service um, if that's going to keep the clubs happy and give them what they want. It's a great venture that you've gone on here, Costa, and I dare say that uh, with the way it's going, you have to worry about payroll issues in the future because uh, you're only growing, which is great to see for a South Australian startup. Uh, for those listening, let us know how we can get involved and, uh, and in, make inquiries as to uh, a potential partnership with Pega Sports, Costa? No worries. Um, I guess um, you can, first and foremost, we've got our Instagram and, and Facebook pages active. Um, you can find us at Pega Sports. Um, obviously, um, we've got our website as well, pegasports.com.au, where you can find all our contact details um, or email us at info at pegasports.com.au. Great work, Costa. It's a great startup and uh, we do implore any uh, amateur or semi-professional clubs who are listening to this that are considering changing their provider next season to very much consider Sports a very competitive offering. And of course, you're being looked after by South Australian hands, which is great in the football community. Now, Costa, you've got a big game uh, away to Adelaide Victory this weekend. We wish you all the very best of luck for that. And thank Thank you you. so much for joining us here on Football Mania in South Australia. We will endeavour to get you in the studio sometime down the line, Costa, but it's great that we're finally able to get you on a very busy individual. All the best with everything. And uh, you've got a lot going on in your personal life too. We'll keep tabs on uh, how you get on at Western Strikers this season and all the best, Costa Mantis. Thanks a lot, Ellis, and good luck with the show. Can't Can't wait to see it progress. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Costa.